RadioInfluence.com. And welcome to the Monday edition of the Dark Delight Podcast with Frankie Val on the drums and Beans. That was Chris Stapleton from the national from the Super Bowl last night, Frank. Yes, Ugh. yes, it was. Gosh, that was just a beautiful rendition of that song. Mm. And then then ruined by an all-woman flyover. Thank you. I said that. Why did they have Immediately. to ruin it? I said, why do they have to ruin it? Everybody attacked me. People came for me hard. I'm like, listen, I don't differentiate between my damn pilots. They're amazing. End of story. Do you want equality or do you want to be virtue signaled to by some stupid network that has to announce it's an all-woman flyover? Sorry, not sorry. Well, wouldn't it have just been... See, here's the whole point. Again, if if they happen to be a third women, half women... If it happened to be by some chance, of course, you would have to force it into being all women. But it's it's just a flyover. Yeah. If there's some women pilots in there, but it's just it constantly. You know what I what I realized last night? We are just not allowed to have a good time with anything. <laughs> all of all of the commercials are so depressing. There was one I, good one. What the Travolta one? No, that's the only thing. That's the only thing we laughed at. It was one. I forget who it was. Uh, Citizen Free Press had it on their Twitter feed, which is where we're going to get a lot of stuff today. By the way, because they've been really on top of stuff lately. Um, 
It was it was a Jesus commercial. It was for Jesus. Okay. Yeah, let me find it. Um, it it was it was a really about Jesus wanted us to be like children or something to that effect. It was really really good. It was for oh um, oh yeah I I got to, I I like that message being it was childlike. A, it was a really good, beautiful thirty second long commercial that was actually allowed to be broadcast during the Super Bowl. Well, Gutfeld got two got two commercials. You know, there's there's just no there's no memorable. There hasn't been a memorable commercial for me since like two thousand four. And um, but uh, Stapleton was was pretty good. That at least wiped out the 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 taste of. Um, so who's Babyface? I don't know. I, I don't. Uh, the Babyface guy. Isn't he's he? Was that? Isn't he a musician? Well, he's the one that did. Uh, America the Beautiful prior to the national anthem. What was wrong with that? No, nothing. It was just like I it was just weird. I don't know. It was just underwhelming. Oh. And I didn't know who he was. He's a very, very famous um musician who also has written a whole bunch of music you probably have heard. Probably. Yeah. Um here it is. He gets us is the name of the organization. Um it was a really it's it's visual only, so I'm not gonna play it because our our audio listeners won't be able to really grasp it. But it was a beautiful ad about kids, and it features that little that clip of the you know the one that got Carpe Donctum taken off of Twitter. It says Jesus didn't want us to act like adults. He gets us all of us. Jesus, yeah. help. Yeah, he gets us. dot com. Be childlike. That was it. It was a good one. That was part of St. Teresa's uh, little ways to heaven, to get to heaven. It was all about being childlike because um, that is the, the most pure connection to God mm-hmm. is that, that joy that you feel effortlessly as a child before, you know, growing up rips it out of you. So how do you, how do you maintain that? How do you maintain that? And, and that's, that's really my, my number one tenant of, of my number one mission in parenting, how do I keep that spark alive the, the most for Aurora going forward? Because there's going to be a lot that tries to dampen it. Well, that's sadly part of what we're going to be talking about today after we get through why it is that I despise everything Philly sports. Literally everything. Before the game, they're already flipping cars. <clears throat> already. Before the game. They had to literally go out and oil the lampposts so people couldn't climb them in Philly. And then we had this. I'm just going to play it. Um, everybody, if you've got kids in the room, please do me a favor and muzzle them, their ears. Here we go. Watch this. Well, uh, 
no doubt about it that this was happening all over the country for one reason or another. People lost their shirts. I think this is staged, though, by the way I'm looking at it. Everybody's saying that, but I don't, I don't think so. I don't. Well, I mean, it's like he's the too TV, mad. The t- the, well, he, he's, his, uh, yeah, and he, his friends don't do anything. They don't punch him. Well, There's no, 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 not one punch. Would you get in that t- guy's face the same way as I saw this video? This is not something that I was planning on talking about today. But I saw a video of some people um, attacking a guy eating dinner or attempting to attack a guy eating dinner yesterday. Um, He was at a restaurant. And I guess before the video, what happened was that they had he accused them of drinking his drink. He had gotten up to use the restroom. And I guess these two guys had been here. It is what you is if we thugs, so what you is. He called them thugs. I don't go to so, people's so what, tables and, so what, and harass not, them. Not, man, I don't know. Don't call us a thug, bro. Don't yeah, call don't us a thug. I'm not a thug. Don't call me a thug. Don't call us thugs, bro. Don't call us thugs. I don't know. He was homeless or something. Yo, bro, I didn't drink your drink, so don't call me a thug. Yeah. And I'm recording you. I'm dying. What difference does it make if you're recording me? What does that do? Nah, I'm just. I don't. Yeah, who's a thug? You racist. Make, yeah, I am. Yeah. You are? Yeah. Racist yeah. black yeah, bitch. And what if we beat your ass right now? You won't do it. Call me a nigga right you, now. Yeah. Are you going to mess with this man? Bro, I'll beat your do ass myself. Do it. Hey, hold do it. Do it. Call me do a nigga it. right now. I'll do it. beat your fucking do it. ass. Call do me it. a nigga right now. Do what you going to do? Do it. We're not thugs. We're going <laughs> to... We're gonna. Uh, this, yeah, this, this, this is the South. This is the South Africa that's coming for us. We're gonna threaten to beat your your ass, even though we're not thugs. And that yeah. man was so calm, cool, collected, and poised that I commented, "That is a man you do not mess with. That is not no ordinary dude eating dinner. Okay, he's either former military, carrying, or knows how to destroy these three in literally less than two seconds. He sat down and turned his back to them twice." Two times. That's not somebody that is not, you, call me your th- you know, ready to defend themselves in some That's, way. I, I would agree with you a hundred percent on that one. His uh, the the uh, the white guy's demeanor tells you just you just walk away. That's like Kyle Serafin in twenty years. <laughs> yeah, just walk away from that one. All right, I, I'm almost so. What, and, and what happened? They did walk away. I don't, at the end, I don't know. It closes off before, but I don't think there was a confrontation. But they were acting like thugs. So, of course, he's going to call them. Come on. I didn't know that thugs was a racial thing either. Like, I I didn't. Obviously, it is for them. Yeah, I mean, I wonder why. Obviously, they know what it means for some reason. They also Um, know the N-word. They also know the N-word. Boy, is our radio (laughs) producer going to have a ball this this one. (laughs) Call me an N-word. What? It's it, 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 and this is this is all part of the reason why I think that the uh, the programming for Super Bowl across the board, which is the programming for life in general in the in the in the United States right now, is just so boring and so ridiculous. I mean, where everything everything is about uh, is is little micro messagings about race. Where it, it takes in the in the back of the of the end zone it takes all of us on the back of every uh, every helmet choose love and racism and i'm thinking to myself who who are you who are you trying to convince when the government 
when every powerful corporation in the country and the world, every international assembly, uh, every sports league, every everybody is saying the same thing. Anything that has any kind of institutional power, every institution is saying the same thing. They just really, they really want to end racism. And you, you ask yourself, well, who the hell's not going along with this? Well, they're causing the racism, so. Exactly. Who's not going Uh, along with this? It's usually people trying to petition government for stop being oppressive toward one thing. But now it's the government that wants to quell some terrible scourge in society. And who is it? Who's doing it? Just to let people know, there's the stories we're going to be covering today so that you don't think it's all just Super Bowl talk, which it's not. We're doing the aliens. I'm sorry, but we're doing it. We're doing Ohio. A lot on Ohio because that story, yeah. nobody is talking about it. Very few people it's starting to get some traction. There was a um, also um, the earthquakes in Turkey and Syria. It's, it's a travesty, the lack of coverage that's getting. And we're going to do a volcano in Japan that has exploded last week. And then um, we have a couple more things at the end if we have time, but... I just wanted to give people a little preview because my title says stories fewer talking about and we started with the Super Bowl, which everybody's talking about. So I wanted to make sure people knew what was coming. Um, We're doing this balloon alien story and everybody's saying, oh, it's a psyop. Don't pay attention to it. But there's we need to cut. We need to talk about what is psyop or not. The fact that this is actually happening to me is like. I can't believe we're here and it's it's just being rolled out as though it's nothing. Let's let's listen to this clip from CNN. I'm um, not CNN. Is it CNN? It was a press conference that was being given yesterday. Hi, Regard- thanks, Pat, and thanks- Regardless of what you think, there have been a series of objects, whatever they may be, balloons, crafts, whatever, that have been shot down over the skies in our country, in the skies over our country. And that is important. Whether you think it's a PSYOP or not, if it's a PSYOP, we need to talk about why. If it's not, it's even worse. So we're going to talk about it. And here's a clip from a press conference where a general in the U.S. military either doesn't know what the hell he's talking about or is making us look like the most inept force on the face of the earth. Here we go. For doing this, this is for General Van Herc. Uh, because you still haven't been able to tell us what these things are that we are shooting out of the sky, uh, that raises the question, um, have you ruled out aliens or extraterrestrials? And if so, why? Because that is what everyone is asking us right now. And thanks for the question, Helene. I'll, I'll let the intel community and the uh, counterintelligence community figure that out. I haven't ruled out anything. Uh, at this point, we continue to assess uh, every threat or potential threat unknown that approaches North America uh, with an attempt to identify it. What? We're not shooting these things down with conventional weapons and have them be ET. Why are they saying this? It's I, they're, they're, they are leveling the playing field for something. I don't know. I mean, it, it always, uh, depending on who you follow and what you've read, it always comes down to fake alien invasion. When when you can't dig up any more third world despot, uh, rogue states, terrorism, 
when you can't dig up any kind of fear or any kind of compliance through that viruses it's not working that, <laughs> nobody <I know>. cares <laughs> my my first thought was okay because we're we were that when they said when they released something yesterday about how they don't know it's some sort of propulsion system that they have not seen before which obviously is nonsense because they're over 200 years advanced from where we know propulsion systems are they know everything that's been made um i i, I texted a couple of buddies of mine and i said are, are they really going blue beam are they really going to go with the et narrative um and then and then it came and then came out these uh this this whole other thing where i saw them actually said they it's not they don't think it's extraterrestrial. They're thinking maybe it'd be foreign state. I was starting to say, what would aliens do right now? That would be a way for them to maybe back off of the nuclear engagement that they are making it impossible for us to avoid. Maybe they're realizing that we we should we need not do. We need some help. We need some help. And if it comes from up there. By all means, because that that's when aliens typically step in, right? Over nuclear facilities and down, you know, making things inoperable and whatever. But nobody cares. That's the thing. It's not working. Whatever they're doing is not working. Here, hold on. Here's another clip. Just one quick follow up. Um, you know, four shoot downs in eight days. When was the last time that U.S. fighters were scrambled and shot something down over U.S. airspace? I, I can't remember anything. And it, it just seems like there's a, a large and quick escalation to shooting down objects. I'll have to get with our historians. I believe this is the first time within United States of America airspace that NORAD or United States Northern Command has taken kinetic action against an airborne object. They never tell us the truth about anything, ever. I've got another one. Here we go. Uh, not able to categorize how they stay aloft. It could be a gaseous uh, type of uh, uh, balloon inside a structure, or it could be some type of a propulsion system. But clearly, they're, uh, they're able to stay aloft. I would be hesitant to and urge you not to... Uh, attributed to any specific country. We don't know. That's why it's so critical to get our hands on these. So with that statement, and that's the statement I had seen and read, not balloons. So it, with that with that statement tells me, whatever they are, not balloons this time. I am at a loss. I don't have anything for anybody. I've got nothing. I don't know. I'm just watching this like, oh, we're at aliens now. Okay. Um, I did, I, I, you know, I expected this years ago, so I'm surprised they waited so long to pull it out, whether it's true or not. Like, are they really going to get on TV and be like, we don't know what the hell is going on, bumbling? Well, if you're Kareem Jean-Pierre, you why is Why is the American military shooting something out of the sky over Canada. Because it's part of a NORAD. There is a, the NORAD is part of like a part of a, it's a, it's a, what you call a coalition, a consortium, a, consortium, a, a pact, and so, of nations. A pact okay. exactly. And so that's why we were able to do that. Again, it, we didn't do it on our own. We did right. it in, in, uh, in, uh, clearly in, 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 in step with, uh, right. Canada. With Canada. We did it with Canada, Frank. And, um, it was us in Canada. She's, she's very smart. Yes. She's brilliant. She, She's very smart. She's brilliant. Uh, all I'll say is this. 
when we started getting all of this footage out of China with people dropping dead in the street. And we were like, oh, what the hell's going on over there? Could we ever have thought we were going where we went? So whereas with the balloon that went across country, I was laughing at it the whole time and thinking it was, uh, you know, it was it was it was part it was part BS and then other really valid unanswered questions. The fact that this has now started happening, uh, I'm I'm just reserving even more opinions to till we see what this is being used for. What are they laying the groundwork for? All of a sudden, shooting things down over they they, they should be shooting things down constantly for the last fifty years. Then, what is what are they prepping us for? Why? Because yeah, now now it's just a little bit too much. It's it's there's something there's something whether you think it's a listen, just pay attention. There's something. Um, I want everybody to be more like this guy. And if you're not like this guy, find someone who is like this guy and be friends with this guy. There's a man holding two axes, wearing a pair of boxer shorts and his bare feet in the snow, about to jump off of a cliff into some sort of a an ice water puddle to go fishing. And I just want everyone to find someone like this in your life. Find someone like that to be friends with, please. He's got, uh, I forgot his uh, his name. I used to be subscribed to him. Um, he does all types of cliff jumps and and I, uh, ice plunges and, and whatnot. But the, the, he does, a lot of times he does it with those uh, those big cleavers. Whatever he's doing with them, I like. I'm, I'm a fan. Yeah. I would like for him to be duplicated, please. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't get how he can go that that high up and near, nearly belly flop every time. I mean, he, you can see that he he brings himself together to a finer point at the end, but he 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 really like sprawls out uh, for a while there, and it looks like he's going in for a belly flop. But, L- last Friday, Frank, when we were all distracted by the balloon getting shot down over Myrtle Beach, there was a train derailment in Ohio mm-hmm. near Pittsburgh. And this three minute long video explains the story very well. We're going to play it and then we're going to take a look deeper into what's going on there because it is a catastrophe the likes of which this country hasn't seen in a long time and nobody seems to be paying attention to it. And it can affect a whole lot of people and a whole lot of food and a whole lot of water and a whole lot of problems for a lot of people, including the people that live there. So let's start this video now. Been getting a lot of coverage and the coverage that it has been getting hasn't been very good. So let's talk about the trail derailment in East Palestine, Ohio. East Palestine's about an hour north of Pittsburgh, almost halfway to Cleveland. Norfolk Southern has a rail line that goes right through town, and this derailment happened right on the edge outside of town on the border of PA and Ohio. Of the cars that crashed, five of them contained vinyl chloride. It's a monomer used to make PVC. Some of the reporting on this has gotten vinyl chloride confused with polyvinyl chloride, the polymer made out of vinyl chloride. Now, the reason that this distinction is really important is vinyl chloride is very hazardous and very flammable. Polyvinyl chloride is a plastic that's used in like everything. The other thing about vinyl chloride is that it boils at 8 degrees Fahrenheit, so it's shipped in its liquid form. 
meaning that when these trains crashed and these started leaking, they weren't just leaking liquid, but they were spewing boiling gas. So vinyl chloride is really toxic. OSHA has the permissible limit of how much you can be exposed to it during an eight hour shift as a one ppm part per million average over eight hours. So prior to this, the biggest spill of this chemical was in New Jersey, where one train car and about 23,000 gallons of vinyl chloride were spilled, but it didn't catch on fire. Now this crash in Ohio has five train cars. These kinds of tanker cars can carry between 25 and 33,000 gallons. Let's call it 250 to 250,000 pounds of vinyl chloride. That's per train car, five train cars, there's maybe a million pounds of this toxic chemical spilling into the ground and also boiling off into the air. But then it caught on fire. I think this is where the reporting is really bad because no one is mentioning what the byproduct of vinyl chloride burning is. Of the many byproducts of burning vinyl chloride, one of them is hydrogen chloride. Hydrogen chloride is really unstable and latches onto water, like just water vapor in the atmosphere, and that turns into hydrochloric acid. So right now, government officials, officials from the railroad, both the governor of Pennsylvania and Ohio are calling burning off the million pounds of this stuff a success, but not mentioning that it means that we have hundreds of thousands of pounds of acid in the air, potentially. Now, ever since engineering school, I've studied a lot of industrial accidents. I just find it really fascinating, and organizations like the Chemical Safety Board, NTSB, and OSHA all have like really good reports available to the public. I think as a designer, it's really good to learn about mistakes. When looking at these kinds of industrial disasters across time, there are a couple things that are pretty universal across all of them. One, the responsible party in this case, Norfolk Southern Railway, always plays down the reality of the situation. Politicians also just repeat the same lines, and then news outlets just repeat the same. So all we are hearing is the responsible party's word. Acid is raining from the sky. Yeah, my, uh, I've been talking to a few of my friends out there, especially my really good friend, Crystal, and she she was starting to load me up with information I was bringing into this week for this story, too, on, uh, like, Saturday, because she's right near, a little bit outside of Cleveland, and um, and and she's telling me how the animals are all dead yep, around I've, there I've right now. I've got a bunch of that, yep. That she, she can hardly breathe, She and she's a nurse. So I obviously throughout the last couple of years, she's a, a very close source of mine aside from just being a friend. And um, but she said she'll she'll she said it's going to take years, but she's convinced that everybody around there is going to have cancer soon enough, she said, because it, of what's going on. It's terrible. That's what they're talking about now. And they're saying, you know, everybody within a five mile radius or a one mile radius needs to evacuate or needed to evacuate. It's got to be at least 50 miles, at least says a doctor let's take a look at this video real quick this is the burn i was reading they controlled an explosion to actually blow this stuff up to stop it from doing what it was doing which which i believe was leak and this is not clouds that you're seeing on the screen right now you're seeing the plume of this chemical in the air um there are some photos being shown it looks like a nuclear blast to be honest um yeah. You could see it from the sky, from the plane. There are people that are harmed. A reporter was arrested and everybody's playing that up. Dead fish everywhere. I mean, thousands of dead fish. Deadly chemical if inhaled. Right, you know, near 
this is the same thing they did after 9-11, if you remember. Um, they well, said Chris, the, yeah, Christy Whitman. She yeah. was the one that told everybody it was safe to go back to to southern Manhattan, but everybody was breathing in asbestos. Yeah, and it's that, and that was official government position. And and what I was told is that this this controlled release that they did over there in Ohio was an EPA decision oh. that they're trying to quiet up right now, and reporters are being arrested. The reporter that was arrested allegedly was arrested for not um, for the outburst apparently i haven't seen any recording of an outburst but when i saw this happen on friday i saw this come across and i had no idea then that it was this bad here these aren't these aren't these aren't storm clouds this is the fucking shit that they burn off the fucking shit they burn off in East Palestine. This is not fucking storm clouds. Look at it. This is over Plastic. Darlington. It's terrible. It's terrible. I would be Plastic guessing. sky. It's it's insane. I mean, really bad. And, and, you know, there's a picture on the screen right now. I mean, if I lived anywhere near here, I would be getting the hell out of Dodge as fast as possible. Well, listen, anything that happens, if somebody in Pittsburgh or in Cleveland has a storm, uh, whether it be a, a, a rainstorm or a blizzard or whatever, over here in New York, we, we you can pencil it into your weekend. It's going to be here in two days. How, how how quickly does this dissipate over the course of miles traveled? No one's I mean, this telling is, you. It's 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 a. They turn the sky into pl molten plastic. That's going to sweep across all of this place. I'm going to read this thread by um, Dr. Ding. I, he's an epidemiologist and health economist who is pro-vaccine. Just putting that out there. Not that, that matters right now, but it matters. Um, gosh, thousands of gallons of a carcinogenic vinyl chloride is spilled and burned in Ohio from a 50-car train derailment. No one in the media is talking much about it. I wouldn't move back to the town or that area for a while if I were living near there. The local government often downplays these risks and tells people it's safe to go back. It's not. Um, his father, uh, someone's father was told it was safe to do ground zero cleanup of another spill, except he died relatively soon at age 55 of cancer after he worked there. It was ground zero in, in New York. I have an uncle that was a first responder who's been suffering from cancer and all kinds of other health issues. I know he was, hel he helped actually craft the Z Zadroga bill to get funds for these people who had these health things that the government denied were actually happening. Um, the EPA is saying it's safe to return now. It's not safe. I have a, an article here we can look through. The problem is that exposure and cancer onset takes years long after the initial exposure to the toxic chemicals happens. By then, the original politicians and insurance companies are long gone, but the health risks persist. That's how public health always gets screwed. Lots of Ohio residents can smell bleach and nail polish or other chemical odors. This isn't safe. Don't just stay home. Evacuate. Governor uh, DeWine needs to tell residents the truth. You can't live there while the plume is there. This Ohio vinyl chloride spill and fire plume is horrific and seriously bad. I would evacuate anyone in 50 square miles and also evacuate any place downwind of the plume wherever it travels and can still measure the chemical in the air. The EPA needs to get serious. 
Anyone saying it's safe to return is completely lying to you. Burning vinyl chloride is a horrible thing that will pollute the air, water, and soil for years and likely decades. He needs to, Governor DeWine needs to evacuate the entire region of the plume. And the rail company is offering $5 per resident for the inconvenience of the plume. $5. $25,000 donation to assist the area's nearly 5,000 residents who were ordered to evacuate. Well, thank you so much. There you go. Yeah, hit up the dollar menu tonight on us. Thank you. And thank you to the EPA for always doing a great job. I mean, turn the Colorado River yellow, uh, this. What else? How how else are the EPA doing such a great job? They shouldn't exist. They're saying what they said the other day was um, that that they should. They were worried about a catastrophic tanker failure causing an explosion with the potential of deadly shrapnel traveling up to a mile. So instead, they did a controlled explosion of this stuff to eliminate the shrapnel problem and instead threw toxic substances into the jet stream that is causing acid rain. And it's not even allowed in cleaning or anything like that. It, they banned it in 1974. It, so uh, is this just all raw materials that would have been used to make PVC pipes? Yeah. Yeah. They're saying yesterday, all readings are normal, the EPA yeah. is saying. The air is, the air is safe enough for residents to return. Multiple samples from strategic locations had been taken. All reason, all readings were at normal concentrations, normal backgrounds, which you'll find in almost any community. Give me a, give me. They also said that they've done a series of containment measures to limit environmental impact from the site's water runoff and add that they'll continue taking daily water samples. Do you believe any of this now? Do you believe no. any of this? Jason, uh, um, um, what's his name? Um, oh, darn it. Uh, James Corbett. Out of all the 9-11 work that he did, uh, so much of it is great, but he did a specific series just on the after effects and just on the government, the government management, mismanagement, deliberate misinformation um, of that was delivered on a on the, the 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 air quality in southern Manhattan and how it was affecting things in the region. Now, obviously, Manhattan, with the jet stream comes in, it's going to blow out all that stuff out to the Atlantic. But in the local area in Manhattan, northern New Jersey, all that stuff, lying, lying, lying. I don't know why any well you have to know this stuff to be able to form an opinion as to how trustworthy government agencies this are. This was 2001, remember. Many people right. were like, "Oh, the government cares about us in 2001." <sighs> Three additional chemicals discovered on East Palestine train derailment. We basically nuked a town with chemicals so we could get a railroad open, said Sil Caggiano, a hazardous materials specialist. The U.S. Environmental Protection Agency sent a letter to Norfolk Southern stating that ethylene glycol monobutyl ether, ethylexyl acrylate, and isobutylene were also in the rail cars that were derailed, breached, and or on fire. Caggiano says that uh, ethylhexyl acrylate is especially wor worrisome. It's a carcinogen, and contact with it can cause burning and irritation in the skin and eyes. Breathing it in can irritate the nose and throat and cause coughing and shortness of breath. 
He says, I was surprised when they quickly told people they can go back home, but then said if they feel like they want their homes tested, they can have them tested. I would have far rather they did all of the testing first. He recommends anyone in the East Palestine area should get a health checkup. Get it on record where your health stands now so that moving forward you'll have documented any effects possibly related. Hmm. Just terrible. We'll keep an eye on this. I'll keep an eye on it um, for you guys. And it's one of the 10 worst disasters in U.S. history. This is this is a big deal that like hundreds of dead fish. Here's the news report. Take any chances. Here, hold on. At the area, well and groundwater are safe. However, after this couple saw dead fish in this creek that you're looking at, they're deciding to not take any chances. Oh, uh, there was hundreds. Russell Murphy is referring to the fish now belly up in Leslie Run. He and his wife noticed them last night, barely 48 hours after the fiery derailment, five miles away. This is huge, huge environmental effects. That's now one of many concerns the EPA now faces. The impact of the fish, yes, there was a, a oh, yeah. impact of those. However, the levels as we have seen it are protective to groundwater. We are aware of their... They're protective to groundwater, but there's hundreds of fish just dead floating through creeks. Are you serious? Do you think we're morons, dude? How does he stand up there with a straight face? That's my question. How? Because they're getting paid well. And they're they're evil people. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Evil. Here we go. There are some wells along that for residential wells. Environmental cleanup crews were at and actually in that water today. So are these guys, which are used to catch and stop anything that shouldn't be flowing here or into water wells, which Murphy uses for just about everything. Lots of farmland there. Where are they getting their water from? The trucks that are doing the work are called EnviroScience, an Ohio-based company that provides time-sensitive solutions to environmental challenges. Guys, Citizen Free Press has been on this story from the very beginning. If you want an update or you want to follow along with their coverage, they've been doing a fantastic job of documenting all this on Twitter, on Truth Social, on CitizenFreePress.com. Here, the, the other thing that I have to point out is, for some reason environmentally conscious lefties think that the right does not care about the environment at all, doesn't care about it, would throw trash all over when we're the cleanest of the bunch, yeah. honestly. No doubt the, no doubt the cleanest. Um, and, and said, oh good, now the right has to be forced to look into environment. Just, just, sh just shut up, okay? Can we at least just join together on this? And work together on it, please, for God's sake. Again, again. But then you're talking that you're talking to people who are, are operating on the, the with the mental capacity of a of a disabled child. All right, that's what you're talking about here. It's never about. And I always say this: that there's guy um, people who are uh, right of Karl Marx need to do a better job at reclaiming the very important um, idea and the very important um, act of conservationism. Because the 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 uh, the hyperfixation on environmentalism, this pro big government, anti business, anti human push to try to depopulate the earth, 
and try to deindustrialize the planet as a means of saving the planet is ridiculous. That only serves a very small handful of people and their collective interests on what they want to own and operate solely without any kind of interference. But but when you talk about this, so when you talk about this, nobody has any less uh le- less prioritization of keeping our homes clean than I it's all again, it's all about who are you asking to do the cleanup? Who are you passing your responsibilities along to? Leftists love the idea of having a clean habitat to have their picnics in and all their women's marches in, but they just want to be able to throw the paper everywhere they want, throw their tampons their wherever batteries. they want. And their batteries. And then yeah, their batteries everywhere, and then have an army of Government. of gov- government <laughs> workers and street sweepers show up afterwards. They want to give their responsibility to somebody else and they call that environmentalism. And then, you know, they then they 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 scoff at people who live in suburbs and in rural areas who take complete care of what they have while their cities rot and, and they think that they're knuckle draggers. And the and the cities try and fine and tax people for collecting rainwater to filter to drink. And, and have freshwater springs in their backyards. And, 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 and. This is a map, an interactive map of the air quality that was shared as a comment underneath our broadcast on Twitter. They say that it's safe to breathe, but take a look at it. It's red all around Pittsburgh and elsewhere, and yellow all the way out to Akron. And, and, it, terrible. Just terrible. So that needs to be. Needs to be focused on. Marjorie Taylor Greene tweeted, East Palestine, Ohio is undergoing an ecological disaster because authorities blew up the train derailment cars carrying hazardous chemicals and press are being arrested for trying to tell the story. But UFOs, guys. But UFOs, that's what she says. And then another story that Citizen Free Press has been on top of that I posted over the weekend and said, I have not seen one single profile picture, flag, Virtue signal. Nobody's coming to the aid of the people of Turkey and Syria who are in utter devastation. I don't know if you guys have seen what's going on over there, but this is a video. I'll lower this music. It is utter devastation. I talked to, we've interviewed him on the show. I don't think you've been here for the interviews. His name is Akeem Alpatkin. No. He, Okay, so he was involved in the General Flynn portion of Spygate. Um, and he's he's still fighting that, by the way. But he's in Turkey. And he said he expects hundreds of thousands of casualties at the end of this. It, it, it's destroyed. Turkey is destroyed. And Western Syria is destroyed as well. Western Syria is actually under, a, under sanctions... So no humanitarian aid can get into Syria because of the sanctions that are placed on Syria. And of course, we're not going to lift those sanctions just to help the suffering people that have nothing to do with their government doing what it's doing. Um, I have a hard time with this. This really bothers me. These are human beings that can't get help because governments decided that they want to play whack-a-mole with each other. And I don't know if... if if you asked 50 to 60% of this country if they thought we should be involved all over the world, we'd say, hell no, we wish we were home. So. Hmm. 
I asked on my Twitter, where can people help donate? I haven't seen anything. I did not see anything. I had not seen anything like raise money, send supplies. Here we go. I'm going to put a link to a tweet of mine in the show notes with a list of fundraisers that people said are reputable. I have not researched them all. Everybody was saying Samaritan's Purse is doing it. A lot of people got mad at me that I said this, but I had not seen anything, literally nothing. So that means if I haven't seen it, who the hell is seeing it? Like, obviously. Well, well, compared to compared to the nonstop, nonstop television, radio, Internet text this to help out with a hurricane hurricane damage somewhere in the Caribbean text this to help out with an earthquake over here in Central America in in uh in in the tsunami uh in Asia somewhere compared to all of those times nothing it's, it's been non-existent compared to I'm, I'm sure that there are people who are who are, who have leapt right to it but I but just as far as how it's been presented to the public and has been no it's it's nearly non-existent i mean buildings are the the entire country there's a hole like a crack in the earth through i care about stuff like this i don't like suffering i don't like seeing innocent people suffer and die it bothers me a lot and maybe that's just you know somebody um in the comments said you know we need to stop we're not the world's hospital and the world's um we're not the world's hold on Police or hospitals. We need to stop helping everyone until we're taken care of. Well, uh, that's yeah, yes. yeah. But 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 usually when something like this happens, there is a way for individuals who have a little extra that they want to get. I'm not talking about sending a hundred billion dollars uh, that we take out on loan from the from the bankrupt central bank again. I was, you're talking about. People. Are there any ways for people to to give what they have if yeah, they, I'm not if looking they for want government response, even though I would happily watch one hundred billion dollars be diverted from Ukraine to help families rebuild their lives in Turkey? If we're going to spend it anywhere. Yeah, well, I, I, I understand what you're saying, and I, I think the same thing here, too. If you if you are living in a world that is as connected by media as we are. And you are just a, a regular old person, an average Joe who lives in Ohio or Iowa or something like that. And and you can't go to Turkey. You you really don't know how to help. But you you, you wish you can send ten dollars somewhere. If you just your heart goes out, you want to do something. It's just been slim pickings. Yeah. So well, um, there's hundreds it, of them underneath my ratioed tweet saying, if you know of any fundraisers, please share. And I also tweeted one that Akeem told me is reputable. Um, that I, I trust him, and so I shared that fundraiser. So something. That's the other thing. Who do you trust? Because it's, every it's, mm-hmm. every charity I ever thought I was doing good sending to, somebody tells me, "Oh no, they do this or that, or they they drink the blood of this and that, and or they're two uh, percent of everything they take in actually go to the cause." And you become jaded by, yep. you know, wh- who do I send to? Yep. You know, uh, I'm not giving anything to the Red Cross. No. You know, so I will say just... something though about the Red Cross. Ready? It's gonna blow your mind. After my house burnt down, the Red Cross was there within hours with tons of supplies for us and a gift card for some money to get 
uh, essentials that we needed and we didn't even ask. They just showed up. That's terrific. It was really, so I was, I was shocked. I was shocked and I was happy to see that because like they just like all of a sudden all these charities just showed up like, Hey, do you need something? I'm like, wow, that that's, that's amazing. I helped. I, I did um, a, a couple of them. I, I showcased at the time because it was, it was something, but that's just my experience with them. I know globally it's not the same thing. Um, more, more craziness going on. State of emergency declared in Nevada after major fuel pipeline leak. Huge lines waiting for fuel. Um, I guess that we are just experiencing a hell of a lot of ecological disaster right now, Frank. Yeah, just the, it won't stop. Maybe that's why the aliens are here. You think that they would show up prior to? No, they're like, all right, all right, they've gone too far. It's time. We've got to step in. But they're shooting us down now, so. <laughs> yeah, the aliens that came from uh, however many light years away, they showed up in their, in their balloons. <laughs> <laughs> they showed up in their balloons from 10,000 light years and away. And Sidewinder, sidewinder missiles shooting them down out of the sky. Yeah, when 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 our when the technology and the rockets that we're firing at them outweighs the technology that they got here with, with. <laughs> we 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 should be taking these sidewinder missiles to Saturn. Also, Frank, the Sakurajima volcano erupted on Kyushu Island in Japan. Um, last week. Here's a video of it. It's something. Watch this. Here we go. Boom. I know you can't see it if you're an audio listener. You can check the show notes, though. And there it goes. Quite an eruption at that volcano. I wonder if it's somewhere near the same fault like line as the Turkey earthquakes on the same crater. Or tectonic you said, plate. You said J- Japan? Yeah. I wonder if that, that line follows down that way. It would make sense. That's a big explosion. Yeah, it was. And then last week also, like right when all the first balloon crazy was happening, a Southwest passenger jet and a FedEx cargo, cargo plane were 100 feet away from colliding down in Texas. Did you see this? No. Okay, I have a video of it here. Literally 100 feet between the FedEx plane and the Southwest jet that was taking off. The FedEx plane is landing. The Southwest jet is taking off. I'm going to play it from mid-video here because it, it it's crazy. Southwest here we go. Those are confirmed on the road. Well, on that. Southwest aboard. FedEx is on the go. The Southwest jet takes off and the FedEx jet is climbing. Like it, it just was like, oh my gosh, what's happening? And then all of a sudden it starts climbing like rapidly, rapidly, rapidly. Well, there's a there's miscommunication for you. Who the hell was in air traffic control? Uh, they're so calm about it. Hey guys, abort Southwest, abort. 
That is a big mistake that they will definitely do an investigation on. That was nearly a catastrophe. Uh, that that is that's fire. I, I would I would have to imagine you need to fire the people in the tower. Yeah. Get you have to get a whole new staff in there after that one. Yeah, that was. I was surprised. Like, listen, give those guys credit because they're directing gosh knows how many planes over this country at all hours of the day. Like, you ever watch? There's YouTube videos of these air traffic controller guys and like their day oh my gosh not a job i'd ever want and um we have a couple of like things to end with here's katie hobbs not prepared for a fox news interview the voice on this one do you ever hear her really talk you you don't hear her very much she doesn't talk very much or do interviews very much but she did on sunday with Sharon, Shannon Bream. A reference there to the private Catholic mm -hmm. high school that you went to. So yeah. why shouldn't all students have a chance at what you said was so important in your own life? Look, I grew up in a working class family. This was well before any of this um, of public assistance for private school existed. And my parents made that choice. I begged them to send me to public school. Um, and we sacrificed a lot. There were times in my family that we were on food stamps. Um, and so it wasn't, it was a choice that they made. Um, and they struggled to to make that choice. Um, what I want is for every public, every student in the state of Arizona, no matter where they live, to have access to high quality public education. And no. with this uh, universal voucher system, um, that's not happening. But Listen, if their system, you dits. you dits. How about you give everybody educational food stamps? Give everybody educational food stamps so you can, you know how your your family survived on food stamps? You got a little piece of paper and you went to buy a pound of bacon. Give them a the little piece of paper so they can go to a good school. Frank, that would be contrary. That would be contrary to the progressive worldview, Frank. And the vocal yeah. fry would suffer as a result. Well, Yes. Guys, yes, I guess it would. It really, hold on, wait. We, there's, there's, we can't take any any chances of a kid going to a school that isn't teaching them that they can change their genders like a chameleon. <laughs> is failing if their public school is failing. No to giving them a chance to go somewhere else like you did. The the schools are failing because we are failing to invest in them. Um, they're being starved of resources. Oh no! Oh, no. they're being starved of resources. No. Your tax dollars no, are not going. So stupid. She's such a stupid, stupid person. Look at those stupid glasses and her stupid nose. Little pointy nose, you elf bitch. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> take this out. No, I can't I'm sorry. take it out. We're going to have to tell producer from Real Talk that the entire show like is riddled with foul language. The entire show. This, I, I think I'm... I'm going to have him run a repeat for today's show, actually, because there's no show on Friday. Just letting there's no so show. Sorry. It's OK. I did it, too. Listen, we're we're surrounded by crazy. Even China is scrambling fighter jets to shoot down UFOs. OK, the world is insane. We have men. Did you see the video of the guy declaring war or revolution on all the trans uh, who had the clip? We should end with this. This is just, it sums it up in such a great way. Um, trans revolution. Hold on. 
Hold on. Here he is. Let's watch. LGBTQI community or you're an if you are part of the LGBTQI community or you're an ally, I need you to share this. Over 200. Oh Over 200 anti-trans bills are being presented nationwide right now in America. Because like look at you. Horrific laws just going into effect in Utah. Detransitioning all trans non-binary people under the age of 18. I can't even imagine what they're going through right now. Oh my God. Look at you. That you <laughs> You're lucky it's only 200 laws. <laughs> and freak. <laughs> it's because of people like this that that's happening. Just saying, here. You have to go through it if you're there. We need to stick together more than ever. More now, than ever, guys. Thoughts and Link prayers. We need action. Revolution. Revolution. Okay. We need to stop yeah, okay. living off a damn system that was made so many decades ago. And only the system made you. The yeah. system made you. Do you understand if it weren't if the system weren't made decades ago, you'd be you'd be a lumberjack right now and you wouldn't be painting your face like a clown. <laughs> The system. We got to get rid of the system. The system made you. You are a creature. It's one group of people in this country. We're here. We're queer. We're not going anywhere. Are you scared of him? I am terrified. No, no, no. It's it's cringe. It's uh, cringe. I just, My balls just shriveled up. It's so cringe. I'm <laughs> just going to say something. I had a beautiful singing competition for my daughter the other day. I counted six trans teenagers six they all have weird names they all dress very like it's very it's not normal it never has happened before it is a trend now that's what it is it's a trend and these kids are going and chopping their boobs off and taking freaking hormone blockers that beside between this the vaccine all right all right i'm done i can't i'm done i'm done I can i just take the rest of the day you could i i, I just unfortunately mine's just beginning mine too <laughs> I don't even, quickly to end the show, Scribd removed all of the emails of Jennifer Moore that were inside of the column that the the Kyle Serafin provided for publish. They are FOIA um, available. Like if I were to FOIA, I would get these, but Scribd decided that they were gonna take them down. So we're a victim of censorship yet again. That's it, that's all I've got. That sucks. Yeah. So that creates gaping holes in that in that article. No, well, no. I mean, I have screenshots of a few of them, and we're going to host them elsewhere. Um, Kyle is going to put them up. I told them they're yours. You can do whatever you want with them. Put them wherever you want, and you think that they'll, they'll get views. The same way that nobody really knew that we broke the Christian Catholic targeting by the FBI story because it went viral and everybody took it. As long as that information gets out there, I'm good. Get it on out there. Um, Frank, you have been listening yeah. to the Dark Delight podcast with Frankie Val on the drums and Beans. You can hear us every Monday, Wednesday, and usually Friday at 2.30 Eastern Time on TuneIn, Stitcher, Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and RadioInfluence.com, or 8.30 a.m. live streaming on Rumble, Getter, and Twitter every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And also, don't forget to check out Frank's show Monday through Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern, quitefrankly.tv. 
We will be back on Wednesday. Later. <laughs>